0: We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk.
2: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk on this dark and cool night. One week before Christmas, Jeff Jordan, Santa Claus himself is right there. Across from me, Jeff, welcome, buddy.
3: Well, how in the world are you? Is Santa Claus ready to go? Uh, we have worlds. Uh, uh, we have a number of trees up, uh, one for every uh, uh, yes, and uh, packages have been wrapped. I did not wrap them, by the way. I did help a little bit with the trees, but it was very little. Uh, and but we're ready to go. Yes, indeedy. and we have family members coming in from all points. Now, do you make Don wrap her own present? I mean, really. Oh, well, Don didn't get a present <laughs> oh, not yet. <laughs> Jeff didn't get one either. And, okay. uh, y- y'all, uh, y'all have signed a truce, I guess, or packed. Yeah, or... uh, oh, it's all for the grandchildren and the great grandchildren, of course, naturally. And we draw names at our family too, which, which has made it uh, in many, many ways that was a real plus. And forget the money, it was just a, just a real, a real plus. Sure. And, Let's uh talk high
2: school basketball a little bit later on but right now I just want to ask you this question
3: I asked the question okay
2: you're a professional football player and you're not in going to be in the playoffs for you know that three weeks going in what what kind of situation does that make for a a Derrick Henry uh, that maybe have played his last playing his last season for the Titans Somebody who's trying to make a roster, a well-established player that may say, "You know what? I don't know if I want to get hurt or not. I don't know if yeah. I want to knock that clown down or whatever." It, it makes things tough. Now that all that said, they're being paid like a professional and they're supposed to be acting like a professional. And and most of, most do play play played it on through, but you can't. You just can't play with the same compassion as you'd be playing for a playoff spot, can you?
3: Well, I I, w- I wouldn't I wouldn't think that that you could know uh, you know I know you make a paycheck and and a big one and probably not well they're all big uh, and I don't know it depends on what you what you want to do I guess if you think you're going to be traded you want to go to another team you're going to demand a trade are you coming back next year to that franchise I don't I don't know
2: that rookie's got a lot to play for, though, don't they? The, the, oh, yeah. The, the borderline player, the player of the second team, they, they're playing for a spot on this team or playing for a spot on somebody else's team.
3: So they're, they're, they are going to play hard for sure with, with a purpose, I would think. I would think so, too. Now, I, I have to admit that um, Derrick Henry is an unusual case, really. I mean, he really is – uh, he's he's in a unique position in a way, and and it's a troubling position. Uh He's probably not going to get the football very much in the next three three games. He's probably not. I, I don't know, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that he would. They gave it to him too many times the other night. Uh, and they don't block for him. You know, they don't. Correct. Uh, very little. Uh, and he's worried about getting hurt. Maybe so. I don't know whether he, he is or not. He seems like a guy that gives it his all. But he's got a spot next year somewhere. Yes. Uh, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. How much gas is in the tank? You think? Yeah, and and probably be for big money. Now, where that would be, maybe with the Titans, I have no idea what he's what he's going to do. He's going to have to evaluate, uh, you know, what what how the Titans are doing in the off season and so forth. But uh, uh, it, it's it's a difficult situation.
2: I guess the the question would be, is it? I mean, I never thought, and you never thought, I would think that Derrick Henry could run the ball. 14 times and have nine yards, Yeah, you know less than a yard per carry. Never thought that day would come, and I don't know that that means that he can't play anymore. I, I think it really says more about the, the Titans offense and the
3: offensive line than it does about Derrick Henry. You know, I, I spent some time, I guess, and, and maybe it doesn't matter what I've done, but I have spent some time really looking at him uh, when he was at Alabama and now and, and, and when we got him and so forth. He looks to me like he's he's a little bit lighter than he was last year, which I thought was good. I don't thought I thought he could really needed to drop about ten pounds, not muscle, but something, you know. And he's quicker off the ball. I'm just absolutely satisfied. I'm convinced that he's getting the football and is quicker to the line of scrimmage than he has ever been. But gosh, Tim, when he gets there, there's nothing there. I mean, nothing except a couple of two hundred and seventy-five pound linemen waiting on him. And uh, it's just, uh, that will not be true if he had a really good offensive line. You know, you made the comment,
2: maybe worried about getting hurt. Derrick Henry does not strike me as stout and strong and like a tree he is that he would ever worry about getting hurt. No, he probably wouldn't. I guess that's right. If anybody can take the damage, he can. So, all that said, you know, Middle Tennessee faced the same thing in football this year when they got to the point they could not go to a bowl game. The last game they played... At Sam Houston State on the road, and I'm not doubting that they gave the great effort, but it, isn't it more difficult to get on that plane and, 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 and have that rah-rah spirit to go down, and let's, let's play this last game, we want to win it, we're going to blah, 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 do this, that, and the other. There's got to be some, some issue there that you just, that's just human nature. I think I just so. can't play as hard.
3: I, I like the term human nature. I think that's correct. Uh, there's got to be a feeling uh, well, I'm just—I'm not going to just sacrifice it, my entire offseason uh, uh, trying to win a football game that it doesn't matter whether we win it or not. But I'm not now, a
2: football coach, and you aren't either, but I'm told by
3: football coaches that by not playing as hard is where you're likely to get more hurt. Hmm. Yeah, I, that's correct. I've had a lot of people tell me that. Basketball, too. That uh, uh, it's, if You're playing not to
2: get hurt. it's when you're likely yes, to
3: get hurt. That's right. That's exactly
2: correct. Correct. Caller on the line. Let's take it right now. Welcome in to All Sports Talk.
4: How's it going, guys? Well,
2: you tell me what's going on.
4: Well, I don't know. I just want to say uh, uh, they, they don't have, and their defensive line is better than the offensive line of the Titans. I mean, they don't have enough. I mean, Will Nevis got sacked seven times. That's all you need to know. I mean, when he's running for his life and he keeps standing in the fight getting nailed, I mean, you don't need to worry about Derek Henry when, when Will Davis is getting nailed. I mean, he's trying the best he can, too. And, I mean, they just—you know—they should have won yesterday. They a 13 nothing, and they lost. I mean, they should have—they should have won that game anyway. But you know, that's just the way the season's gone for them. I mean, that they're clearly, like, like I was reading the to Torbis, they're clearly in rebuilding mode. I, mean, I think game is going to be gone after these three games. Or, there's the, there's no way he's stuck around if he wants to win. If he wants to win a Super Bowl or do something like that, I mean, he's gone. He, he might as well just get up, go somewhere that they can win. I don't know. Team, it would be, but like a contender of some sort. I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, there's calls
2: that I've heard Belichick might go to the Chargers or something. They that trades about that. <laughs> no, but, uh, no, not You I don't want to go to the Chargers, I don't think. You know I'm saying
4: the Chargers fired their coach after the Raiders scored 63 on last week. So, well, you
2: tell me how much, how much gas you think he's got in the tank. You think he can have a really and big I year mean, next year I in the I right think team? Is that
4: much, but it depends on where he goes. I mean, yeah. You know, left to take, no. I mean, not much left, no. I don't think, no. I mean, he's what, six, six seven years? I mean, that's about the, the livelihood of a running back. Right. The They're not going to last 10, 12 years unless you've got a great offensive line to run behind and, and stuff like that. I mean, you just don't. But uh, what I wanted to ask you guys about, uh, I know you saw uh, saw uh, what Chip Kelly said this weekend after his poll game about college football. Did you all see that?
2: I did not. He no.
4: Sure. And have a commissioner for college football and things like that. And I'll just say this, guys. I, I told a couple friends of mine when I was expansion a tournament with Oklahoma, and the Big Ten and all that stuff, that the NCAA tournament, as we know today, I don't know how many years it's going to be, but will not be in existence. You're going to have a tournament for the big schools, the the, the, the great ones, the SECs, the, the ACCs and all that. You're going to have a tournament for the small ones, the Middle Tennessees, the West But, uh, enjoy your guys' show. Have a great Christmas. Thank,
2: Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Uh, I mean, he brings the point up, Jeff, that none of us know what the future is going to be, but there is some concern on my part for schools like Middle Tennessee that they're going to get a little bit bigger division between the top and the bottom end of things and, and uh, where, where can that land. I don't know where it's going to be, but it it's a precarious position that the Middle Tennessee's of the world are in, I think.
3: it's It's strange, isn't it? It, it really is unusual, uh, and the the SEC will have uh, well over half of the major teams in the entire country in it, um, and you just don't know where you're going to go from there. You just don't have any idea. Um, the only weak school in the whole bunch is Vanderbilt. Uh, I don't. I I don't guess they can get rid of them. But they already would have done it. Um, so. I guess we'll we we will see where, where we're going with this.
2: Do you think all sports will take, follow the same path, or do you think football will separate itself and everything everything else kind of stays the same?
3: I think football will separate itself. I, I, yes, I do. I believe that. We'll yeah. find out. Maybe we'll live long enough to see what that's like, Jeff. Well, I'm nearly eighty, so you know. Of course, they, one thing you should, better You made up. the con-
2: comment when I walked in the door. <laughs> the world is changing. Right. So whatever change happens next year, it'll change again the next year in the next five years, the next ten years. Who knows what it's going to be? I never dreamed that NIL would be in the situation it's in, for example, that a college football player literally going to legally get paid a million, million, $3 million a year to play football. Well. Not sure that that's not deserved, but it sure makes it difficult for everybody to follow the rule.
3: We'll have uh, uh, 12 teams next year, right, in the, in the NCAA tournament, the closing yes, tournament. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. Which uh, uh, adds some weeks uh, there to, to the season. Uh, and that I, 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 will apply only, only to football, um, But I, I think you and I both know that next, next year, we can almost predict this. there's going to be a 13th team. Oh, yeah, that's going to be absolutely livid because they got left out. And it may be 13, 14, 15. Well, it
2: happened. We've been doing that with 69th team in the NCAA basketball tournament for years and years and years. Somebody's going to get left out that they don't think should. But that's life in the jungle, right? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. So, well, let's see how uh, it works itself out. Uh, Put the bowl games in a situation, Jeff, now that waters them down a little bit. The schools are not playing for a national championship. Lots of players aren't going to play. You know, you got the uh, yeah. kids that are going to graduate or predicting themselves for NFL. So the two teams that play on uh, next Saturday night, let's say, probably not the same two teams that w- took the field the last twelfth game of the season, right? Right. Some pretty good players not playing, and so it makes it difficult to pick them. You, you, if you're you're not a
3: gambler, so no, no. Uh, but you know, you would if as a player, you you would absolutely despise doing that. I think in one way. Uh, because you worked all year, and now here you're going to the Peach bowl or whatever in front of millions of people and et cetera. And, and then you say, well, I'm not going to play because it means millions of dollars to me in the future. And But I sure hate it not playing. I mean, it's, it's just – And
2: it puts the, the other players in a tough position to say, I'm on Johnny's side because he's not playing. I understand that. And the other people despising Johnny, because he's not playing because we're playing for – for something here, and if I'm gonna play, you need to play. You're part of the team, you're, you're right. one of the
3: brothers, aren't you? Right, that's correct. It, it's it's tough, so but, well, we're preparing for life, I guess. <laughs> I know we got to take a break here. We do need to take uh, a break. We do have a, a basketball game coming up at six o'clock tonight, I believe, with Smyrna and Siegel. So, not, shovel, shovel and Seagull. All
2: right, we're gonna take that break, we'll come back with more all sports talk.
5: Hey, it's Scott. When it comes to health, there are numbers that every man needs to know, including your testosterone number. I recommend Low-T Center, where they make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll get your results in about 25 minutes. Low-T levels can make you feel tired and grumpy. They can cause a lack of motivation and drive. It can raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Go to LowTCenter.com right now to book your appointment online. Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care. This is Peter Demas from Demas' Restaurant. Our family wants to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas is about an incredible act of love to be treasured every day of the year. It's about the sacrifice that God made for us, sending His Son to this world as a man to redeem us from our sins. In Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11, the angels proclaimed, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Merry Christmas from Demas' Restaurant. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together, to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850, and let me help you save by combining your home and auto.
0: You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports.
6: On 20, 15, 10, 5, Touchdown, Middle Tennessee! Play up and score!
0: Middle Tennessee
6: football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win! Raiders win the championship! Your
0: source for the big blue in the borough. News Radio WGNS.
5: Greetings, friends. This is Lenny Farmer with the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home in Murfreesboro. If you ever had to deal with the final arrangements of a loved one, funerals are both emotional and financial. You can easily be drained both ways when you least expect it. I can help you in both of these areas by showing you the positive side of pre-arranging. Locking in your costs for the rest of your life will truly relieve some emotional stress at that time. Call me, won't you, at 615-893-2422. Let's talk.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com. Jeff Jordan is brought to you by
2: Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin Financial Service with Edward Jones. As we go through this uh, week before Christmas radio show, Jeff, it's basketball season in high school. We mentioned uh, Siegel and Shelby playing tonight. This is a really strange time of the year for a coach and a team to go through about two and a half weeks of no man's land, so to speak. Practice will be a different time of day. Continuity goes away. You play in tournaments with nobody will be there to root you on. I remember playing a basketball tournament at Laverne when I was coaching. The crowds weren't huge anyway, but this during Christmas there was nobody there, which meant I had to whisper in the huddle as opposed to, you know, use my normal louder voice and because I didn't need everybody in the gym to hear it. And, Jeff, you don't have to say, say it very loud for everybody to hear it in a situation
3: like this. I went with somebody. I don't know who was with me on that day, but we went up to see the Oakland boys play at, in a tournament at Father Ryan, which was full of good teams, including Oakland. Then, that when Randy King was coaching? He was oh, eight? yeah, absolutely. Okay. And he had been in that tournament. He had won that tournament, as a matter of fact. But we went, n- nice gym, campus of Father Ryan, beautiful day. This sounds unbelievable. Six people in the gym. Uh, Six. Outside of the players, of course. Yes. And I just remember looking around, I thought, well, where is everybody, you know? And uh, they had a good ball game, and I believe Oakland won. Uh, and, you know, we left. But it's just a very busy time of year for everybody doing everything and and, and, you're eating and they play and strange and times that they play at one o'clock in the afternoon where yeah the,
2: the working person would maybe like to go maybe try to
3: go not going to go it's, it's 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 kind of eerie it is it, you're right and I, I remember we got there and you know 15 20 minutes early and parked right in front of the gym and did everything but drive the car into the lobby. I mean, you, know, it's just, you just wonder, why are we here? Why are we playing? But anyway, uh, of course, I thought, and I bet you're going to agree with this, it may, it may have been true of your clubs, Oakland, the Oakland boys, I'm just going to talk about the Oakland boys, year after year after year, they visibly got better from December 20th to January the 4th or whatever it was. They, they really improved during that period of time, and it was nice to watch because when they roared into January, they were set. Chemistry was down. Offense was down. It, I mean, you know, Randy had them ready to go.
2: One thing I firmly believe is every day I was well, – I didn't say this every day, but I said it often. We're either going to get better or we're going to get worse today. You don't stand still. That's right. For sure during this Christmas time, teams will get better and some teams will get worse. By a large margin, don't you think? Yes, it it can and, be. It can and be that's a what big scares deal. you out as a coach. Some yep. of that you think you can control. Randy King is was as good at it as anybody, and and there's others that are. But Jeff, the star player, says you got to go to grandma's house for something. What are you
3: going to do? Yeah, nothing. We can't uh, really. Uh, you start Well. It, it, that you and I have talked about that before. It just creates a very difficult situation for everybody involved. Um, for the kid that's got to go, and and we'll we'll say it's a boy. We'll just say it's a boy. All right, but it can be anybody. But first of all, it's very likely they don't want to go. Right. Okay, sure. but, but they're going because they were told that they wanted sure. to go. I understand that. I'm a parent. So are you. Um, but... <laughs> What about the obligation from that player to the teammates who are going to be there? That presents a problem, okay? And then for the team as a whole, it presents a problem. And the school. Here's this kid. He's a star maybe, and he's not going to be there. He, he, he can't come, uh, or he can't practice, or he's going to Grandma's in Florida, and he'll be back next week, that kind of thing. It just creates a problem for you, but that's why the coaches make, well, decent money. Well, <laughs> you do all you
2: can to let people know when. August, September, as early as you possibly can. This is our schedule, so work around it. But what can really be difficult is you got these kids. It's the twelfth one down on the bench. He's not going to play. Mama, mom, and daddy know he's not going to play. Why does he have to be there? Why does he not get the to old to grandma's house? And as they say, there's no I in team. That's that's what you got to preach. That everybody is valuable, and we got to be here. But the star needs to be there, and the 12th guy needs to be there, right?
3: Right. And it's it's hard. It's difficult to to treat, uh, to have 15 sets of rules. Yeah. You know, well, we don't care if Billy Bob's here or not. Let him go. And then, and then. but now, John, he's our star. He can't go. I mean, uh, you know, he's hmm. saying, I missed the family cruise so I can come down here and sit on
2: the end of the bench at Father Ryan High School and six people in the stands, Right. And not play a lick?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got problems. <laughs>
1: oh, it's Christmas
2: time, folks. Let's take a break. Could you can see what Chip Walters has got to say on the Blue Raider Insider Report right after this on All Sports Talk.
5: It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. That earlier wreck really slowed it down through Rutherford County this afternoon. It started actually an hour and a half ago on 24 eastbound at Walden Road. Again, it's slow leaving Nashville headed out to Murfreesboro, Rutherford County because of the earlier crash there near Walden Road going eastbound. It's increased even more 65 down into Brentwood, Franklin, all the way down through Williamson County. Heavy on I-40 east as you continue out through the Mount Juliet area. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services uh, here in Middle Tennessee. You need Tomahawk crane and rigging. They're online at tomahawkcrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your
0: on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss
0: the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> the guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything.
5: You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home... I got much more
0: for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Hi there, to have an
5: Parks Auction 896-4600. 6, Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports.
1: Next on WGNS and All Sports Talk, it's The Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, RAI Advisors and My Team Insurance.
5: Rayburn Insurance for business, auto, home, and life insurance.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com.
6: Everybody, we come to you from Walnut Creek, California, where Middle Tennessee men's basketball will take on. Uh, St. Mary's on Tuesday night the Blue Raiders arrived in uh, Walnut Creek through the Oakland International Airport late on Sunday night had a trip earlier today to Alcatraz prison and a full practice coming up tonight on Tuesday the schedule have the Blue Raiders having a midday shoot around and then uh, tip off uh, on the St. Mary's campus on Tuesday night we'll have the broadcast for you from Moraga California beginning, of course, uh, with our pregame show, 30 minutes prior to tip-off. Checking scores around Conference USA over the weekend. uh, On Saturday, Liberty defeated St. Andrews, not St. Andrews of Suwannee, 99-26. Western Kentucky slipped by Austin Peay, 65-64. Also, FIU was a winner over Trinity College of Florida, also never heard of it. 146-55 146-55 to 55 in St. Louis, got by Louisiana Tech 75-74 yesterday. Abilene Christian beat UTEP 88-82, and that was a homecoming for UTEP coach Joe Golding, who previously coached Abilene Christian, and that was part of the Conference USA WAC Challenge. Coming up tonight, Jacksonville State is at Tarleton State, and of course tomorrow, Uh, We mentioned middle on the road at St. Mary's. Western Kentucky is also in California. They'll be playing Cal Baptist. New Mexico State at Stephen F. Austin, and Stetson will be at FIU. In women's basketball yesterday, the Lady Raiders started aggressive and kept their foot on the gas jumping out to a 25-point halftime lead before cruising to a 72-47 win over Stephen F. Austin at the Murphy Center. The Lady Raiders, now 9-3, and three, were active on the defensive end, holding the Lady Jacks to just 29.6% shooting from the floor in the first half, only allowing 20 points in the game's first 20 minutes. On the other end of the court, middle started hot from the outside, knocking down eight three-pointers in the first half, taking advantage of SFA's matchup zone to find open shots and at one point going on a 15-0 run between the first and second quarters. Savannah Wheeler had five threes and was the leading scorer in the ballgame, so she was the player of the game. Up next, the Lady Raiders get to enjoy the home court of Murphy Center for just the fifth time later this week when they host Northern Kentucky on Wednesday. Tip-off is set for 6.30 at the Glass house in football around conference usa bowl games started over the weekend and there have been three so far on saturday jacksonville state knocked off louisiana in overtime 34 31 jacksonville state becomes the first team in college football history to win a bowl game in their first year being in the FBS. Fresno State throttled New Mexico State 37-10. to 10. If you haven't seen Jerry Kill's postgame comments, you need to go find those on YouTube. Also earlier today, Western Kentucky played uh, Old Dominion in the famous Toastery Bowl, formerly known as the Bahamas Bowl, this year being played in Charlotte because of renovations being done to Robinson Stadium. Coming up on January 1st, of course, Liberty will take on number 8 Oregon in the uh, Verbo Fiesta Bowl. All right, that is it from uh, California this afternoon. We'll have an update for you coming up tomorrow prior to the men's game between Middle Tennessee and St. Mary's. Are you paying
5: hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance?
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.
2: Remind you to stay tuned for high school basketball right here on WGNS Radio. Brian Barrett and the gang will be at uh, Siegel High School for the game there. Five fifty will be airtime. Six o'clock will be tip off. Jeff Jordan is across the way. Brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services with Edward Jones. We talked about basketball and coaching-wise, Jeff. Uh, the teams are going through the last stretch of the preseason. It's kind of through, split the season in three ways, right? Preseason, conference or district play, and then postseason at the end At the deal. So trying to get things sorted out, and they've got about two weeks to get that done, I guess.
3: I guess that's correct. I think most, most teams spend a lot of time before January 1st looking for chemistry, trying to maybe maybe looking for a player to start and fill just one spot that they're not sure of that can happen to you um i know it it every year that i went to camp somebody showed me at camp some 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 stuff about their basketball that i didn't know they had Mm -hmm. you know and and that made camp the whole thing worthwhile um but I think most of the coaches are looking for chemistry and the flow of the game. What can we do? What we can't do, and everything. And about, around about this time, they've come to some sort of conclusion about what they're going to do, and then uh, and then they'll put it in effect over the Christmas holidays and see how it goes. Uh, college basketball is going through the same deal. Mm-hmm.
2: Lady Raiders uh, won her yesterday over a very good Stephen F. Austin team by 25. Jeff, I was shocked. I didn't didn't get to go to the game. I had a, a, a Christmas. Commitment to do, but uh, I had read up on the team. Stephen F. Austin's last game was at Alabama, where they lost by I think four or five. They were up with about three minutes to go, so I knew this team was going to be good. And I, when I saw the score, I my gosh, that's that's really good stuff. Sixty-two forty-seven, I think was the final score.
3: Well, uh, I, I think I think we beat a good team, and I, I think um, that the Tennessee win, which was absolutely wonderful, really to Be there and and watch that and everything. You were there, and it, and it was the post game was the, the great. The whole thing was good, it, 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 the atmosphere our, was good, the game was good, our, uh, the outcome was good, our band was wonderful, our cheerleading was good. Yeah, everything was really good. So, I'm, I'm hoping there'll be some more nights like that, uh, in our future. Uh, it, it kind of amused me in a way, uh, you know, just a little bit of a way that, uh, that uh, I, I think middle went to Huntsville, I don't know, I wasn't in on the negotiations, obviously, but uh, I think they agreed to Huntsville, or it was okay with them, because that's where the tournament's going to be played. Sure. And so Rick Ensel and the squad gets an extra look at that at that gym. I don't know if anybody else will play in that gym all year or not, but they are. But uh, Tennessee had to agree to that, I, I would assume. Sure. And uh, they'd much rather play in Nashville, where there's UT fans on every street corner. So... Anyway, it, it worked out okay for us, and and a and big win for the Lady Raiders. I mean, huge. Can be really big when they start evaluating teams at the end of the year, too. Well, finish it up with
2: the Tennessee Tech the following Sunday, and then the win over Stephen F. Austin. ball club seems to be rounding into shape. Uh, depth is going to be a little bit of an issue, it appears to me. Uh, but last year they went seven deep, Jeff, and uh, lost – Two or three players because of a suspension here, a sprained ankle there. Three starters played, uh, missed two or three games at a time, and Jeff, they didn't miss a beat. Right. Uh, so um, we'll just have to see how it goes. But uh, they're 9-3 and three now, I believe the record is. They've got a couple more before they get into conference play. I see nothing to make me suspect that they won't win the conference as they are picked
3: to do. I, I thoroughly agree with that. I, I think we're a, a team that – Rick has probably got his chemistry down a little bit. And you mentioned the number seven uh, players. And if if everybody can do their part and, and last for the minutes they need to get, seven is is about the minimum. Really, you you can't just get by with six. You, but you like to have eight or nine. And we have had that in years past over our men. The, the thing about
2: that, team last year, this year, the years before that's so amazing is not getting into more foul trouble than they're in. You think yeah. that surely thinking that every game you're going to have one or two kids that you got to take out because of foul situation, but that it rarely happens. And it's not because they're not playing good defense. They gave up 47 points to a very good team. If you remember the Houston game about three weeks ago, I guess, they played in Houston. Houston was averaging 98 points a game against some pretty good competition and middle held them under 50 right so it's not because they're not playing good defense but they do it without fouling excessively which i think is really hats off to the players and to the coaching staff
3: they're a good team uh i don't think there's any question about they follow instruction i was really impressed really impressed with their offense against ut i really was i mean they ran the same offense over and over because it worked UT did not adjust very well to it, and if it didn't work, they just backed it out, and everybody got back in their spot and they ran it again. Uh, it was it was fun to watch.
2: Middle Tennessee has size, which they haven't had in the past uh, with, uh, with uh, Boldrava and then backup freshman at six five, and she's she's Jeff. I think she's going to be a good player as oh, well. Oh yeah, I agree. And I think we're not hurting there, uh, so we'll see. Nick McDevitt and the Blue Raiders are a little different story. Picked at the top of the conference. Right now, the preseason not going as well as they'd like to. He's lost a very key player early on, and uh, I think Coach McDavid's still trying to get the pieces all sorted out. Hopefully, they get done.
3: Yeah, he was uh, uh, our, our well, he was our substitute center, but that's not really fair to him. Really, he came in early in the ball game as he always has done, and he got he didn't play more than a minute, and uh, and he did something to an ankle. I don't know how bad it is. He was on crutches uh, the next game. Um, so we need him um, because we, we do not have a lot of size underneath and, and, and he's size for sure.
2: Well, I was referring more to Cam Weston, who we lost yeah. to oh, the injury yeah. a
3: month ago. He's not, he's not coming back. No, he's not. That really hurt. It did. Although Porter has taken his place and done a good job. Sure. Uh, but,
2: but it takes away from the that death yeah. rotation. It's Rick Hensel of, is going to play five or six kids, generally speaking. Yeah. Nick McDevitt's gonna play eight or nine, right? And get him in and get him out, get him in and get him out. And so, losing a seventh or eighth kid is almost as devastating to him as losing a starter. Because I think he'd probably say, "Look, we got eight starters, we got nine starters."
3: Yeah, I agree with that. I I, I think that's, and it is it is a weakness. Uh, and we we are not getting. We don't have any real size uh, and experience underneath. Uh, quality quality people. We've got a lot of good players. Don't misunderstand me, but we don't have that big dominating center that can play defense and offense. We don't have that person. One thing we don't know is the
2: league, four new members of the league that we have to play against this year. We don't know what liberties Stephen F. Austin are going to bring to the table, Jacksonville State, and I'm leaving somebody out. But uh, the conference is altogether new. We, don't, we know something about Western Kentucky and FIU and Louisiana Tech for sure, but those other schools we don't. So I'm not sure – how to predict this thing, and I'm not sure the pundits did either, as they picked Middle Tennessee number
3: one. I, I don't. I think if we took that, you know, poll today, I don't think sure. Middle would be number one. No, I don't think so either. Uh, uh, you know, I, you know, if you don't mind, could could we go back? Maybe, maybe you're ready to take a break. No, no, maybe. no, I don't mind. I'll go back to whatever I'd, you want to. I just want to go back to the Titans for just a minute. First of all, they have the strangest games. They it things just are. That happen in their games that are just un- like a two point <laughs> conversion run the other way, and stuff, not- and they fumble it twice to give up two touchdowns late, and then win in the last four minutes. Um, you failed to miss mention miss extra points two times oh, that made yeah. the difference between winning, maybe winning and maybe having to go to overtime. I asked Gary, lost both games. I asked Gary Rankin that one time, and he said the one thing that made him mad was an extra point miss. He just, it was just almost always spelled disaster. That's why his son's a kicker now at <laughs> C right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I was, the, the, the Titans, of course, uh, 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 Levis, is that, that's how you pronounce it, yeah. L-E-V, Levis. Levis. W- what happens to him in the overtime? He gets hurt. He's a Titan. He gets hurt. And, and he comes back in. I don't know if the boy can walk today or not, but he's got a bad ankle. Now. Tannehill has not thrown a pass in anger in two months, <laughs> and he was warming up on the sideline. You know he was coming in, but he didn't. He didn't have to. But but the guy, that that the reason, the, the major reason that the Titans lost, the major reason. I'm listening now. I'm, okay, you got I me hope, hooked. I hope you are. <laughs> they play great defense. They end up ha- having the, the to punt. Houston has to punt from their own end zone, and the football's at the 5. Yes. Okay? So you know you're going to get it around midfield. Yes. And sure enough, the ball goes to about the 35, and the guy gets to about midfield. It's overtime. All he's got to do is go 10, 15 yards and kick a field goal. That's all he's got to do. What happens? One of the dumb linemen holes during the punt. During the punt. And they had to go all the way back to the 33-yard line, I think it was. Exactly right. And, and I thought, if Rabel is arrested for murder, <laughs> might, that guy wasn't even involved in the play. He didn't have a thing to do with it. I don't think they were rushing the punter at all. They were very satisfied to get the football at the 50, which is exactly what would have happened. But no. Just
2: no. Not only did I miss the Lady Raider game because of uh, Christmas. I missed it too, situation. by the way. I missed Same the game. But what I did hear going to the to the deal was, Titans scored a t- touchdown, boom, 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 right down the field. So I come back out and hear the score, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. Titans have not scored a touchdown since the first series. And they did that another game early on, I think. They, yeah. they, they took it straight down the field, and the, the offense is clicking. And don't score another touchdown. They didn't have another offensive touchdown yesterday at all, Jeff. The other touchdown was a pick six. Pick,
3: pick six, that's correct. And they had 13 nothing lead, and uh, I, I, don't, I don't agree with this comment at all. I've heard that from a number of people. You know, uh, if you lead thirteen to nothing and you're in the first half and you got the football, you, you're you're absolutely going to win. It's, you're supposed to win. Well, that's not necessarily true. These are long games with great players.
2: Well, let's go out on this note because we got to get out here for high school basketball. Western Kentucky did win today, thirty-eight thirty-five. So Conference USA now is two and one in bowl picks. I think that's a good thing. Oh yeah. I, I hate to pull for Western, but I did. Get to pull for them today. I won't pull for Western, but I'm glad they won. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stay tuned for high school basketball. We'll be back tomorrow with more All Sports Talk.
1: All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb, and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansell with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Reburn Insurance in Smyrna.